Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly. I'm not that kind of pig. Please don't eat me! Welcome to The Big Top. I am your host, Barney, and today I am delighted to introduce one of my favourite pups, Pup Drake. Drake is a fabulous artist and a dumb circus dog who goes through kinks like a Rolodex and with whom I love to chat shit. If you have a moment to rate and review this podcast, I would be eternally in your debt and can offer as many of my firstborns as you so choose. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at tstota and on Instagram at the underscore muckle underscore stota. Today the circus is in Manchester, England, and I invite you to join me as we go under the big top. Have we started, by the way? <laughs> I guess. Oh, I mean, I guess. It? We'll see what we'll see what stays. <laughs> I know, that's, it is a bit PU. We'll fix it in post. Um, well, yeah, we'll fix it. But I mean, I do everything, so it's up to me to fix me in post, which is not just put the Google Translate on. Uh, have Google Voice just say everything. Hello, <laughs> just just dub me over. <laughs> For fuck's sake, I I put in the effort. You've put in the effort, you've put in the time. What I'm bringing to the table is that I'm actually very sick. But for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to pretend that I'm not. And it's going to go great. It's going to go great. Marco, may I say you look like the, the definition of a healthy person right now. <laughs> Thank you. If Jesus Christ came back, he would not look like you because he would probably die of dysentery. Um, yes, but, but also, <laughs> thank you. I'm sniffing Obas oil just so that I don't sound like a sea whale. And I'm wearing little feetsies, so I've got very sweaty feet, but it's keeping, it's, it, I think it's regulating my temperature to a, to a decent medium. So if I keel over, just just keep it going. The show must go on. Okay. And it's a, it's a good thing that this connection is fantastic and I didn't hear feces. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. After a great start. Yeah. I had a minor panic attack of, I found my, my, my snowball microphone, you know the ones, the round bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm ready. So clever. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is the cable? And I lost it in the move. And no! God, what am I going to do? The world is ending. Everything is pain. And also, I can't find my cable. Um, and then I realized, you know, I have, as of right now, two laptops, one desktop, two phones, one Spanish, one English. Like, I just accumulate shit. You have a whole phone just for your Spanish number? You have a whole separate phone? I don't want my family coming into my messages. That's very clever. They have been left behind on my old broken OnePlus. And I will check them <laughs> once a month. And if they have something important to tell me, they will email me like civilized people. Fair enough. Fair enough. I see where your priorities are. Yes. Uh, my pri- Well, priority-wise, uh, I bark. I, I awoo. Uh, occasionally, I sniff, uh, but less so these days. Uh, and I go around in a circle before getting into bed. Those are pretty good priorities. I'd say I'd say barking is one of the most important. Uh, I think more people need to be doing that these days. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. they all say we're going barking mad and I don't see anybody woofing on the street. No, not a single person. It's honestly disgraceful. And what they're doing really there is that that's that's your culture. That's your culture that they're taking and appropriating. And Damn right. You know what? I like that already we're off to a very different vibe to I had Pup Cooper on and we talked more about barking less and wagging more. And I really like the idea that, no, we're here to bark. We're here to bark today. I mean, I talk a lot, so. <sighs> oh, Jesus. 
Speaking of, I've actually wondered what what's the scene like in Spain? Uh-huh. Did you wait? When did you come over? Four years ago now. I don't know what the scene is like. I was a human before I was a dog, regrettably. And I've only gone back to visit and I'm not hanging out with no Spanish kingsters, not to be xenophobic, but they speak a different language. Yeah. And I also speak, but still disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting though. Pretty shit if you ask me. <laughs> uh, no, it's the fact, <laughs> it's all based on where you first experience it. So much in the same way that I can't watch series that are made in Spanish because I can see through it. Uh-huh. It's not real. Um, I can't. I can't kinky sex talk in Spanish because it feels so wrong. Oh, really? So wrong. It's just... Well, because it feels like it feels like home. It feels like you're talking to your brother. No, it's because like it's not sexy. <laughs> Everyone has this perspective of Spanish people as being hugely sexy and whatever. No, that's the Spanish accent. Spanish language is just talking loudly and really quickly. So. No, we're not. It's not sexy in Spanish. Someone who we shall not name because he's a lovely guy. I'm sure. I've never met them in person, but he called me Papi on text messages, and I was just like, "Well, that's double." If not only am I not a daddy, as can be stated by the everything about me. Yeah, I was going to say I'm. I'm. I'm a bit shocked. I, I me with my big daddy dumb energies. Um, mm. I don't. I don't contend with no variations on the subject you will call me papa and only that <laughs> papa father you will call me parental figure mm-hmm. parental figure Fair um, enough. yeah yeah the other day the other day i was shitting you were shitting what on occasion uh moving on um <laughs> on you started you started something you have to finish it we've talked about shit before in this podcast it's fine not my department hey you will move over to block b talk to the the, the, the skunky ones hey it's okay it's okay you can admit that you're a skunk on this podcast. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's mine, mine alone. Um, <laughs> no matter how much I deny now, I cannot escape this perception of me. This is worse than when people assumed um, I That was, you were a daddy. No, that I'm a bottom. Everyone assumes I'm a bottom. I, uh, yeah, okay, okay. It's, it's a terrible affliction. It's because the everything about me screams bottom. It is the everything about you. I was wondering what specifically, but it is the everything. The everything. Just my entire personality just screams, oh yeah, I bend over. But unfortunately for everybody else in the world who simps over me for some godforsaken reason, you disgusting the animals. Um, unfortunately, A, I have spine problems, so I can't bend over. And secondly, uh, I am medically involved. <laughs> Sure. Oh, no, wait, I did know this about you. I did know yes. that about you. Yes. Yeah, okay. my, yes, 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 yes. my entire body is not, it's not made for that. I have a fantastic willy. Um, <laughs> I have a fantastic willy. That's the title. We have the best penis, the greatest penis. Um, That's the title. That's the title. Please stop. <laughs> Absolutely not. I will, I know I am a clown, but no. Um, <laughs> And that's even worse to say that on this podcast. Yes, it really is. It feeds into your thing, and I don't want to take your thing. (laughs) You've got your own thing going on there. And And you wouldn't want to, yeah, yeah, back off. Do you know what, though? I feel like anal is such a, I I don't know, like, I could always take it or leave it. Like, I I know a lot of people are very happy to be in their side era, and I think that's great. And I wouldn't necessarily say I would identify as a side, but I'm definitely on board with the concept. Because I, I, I remember being kind of told that was the only thing men did, is bum each other. It is the only thing we do. Have you not noticed? That's all we do. That's all oh, we do. shit. Have I been doing it wrong? Yes, absolutely. Well, <laughs> what the hell have you been up to? I just thought it, I just thought it was sex, but... Oh, no, fuck that. I need to go back to Brown College. We don't want to do no sex thing. No, no. Anal for the win. <laughs> I fart in the general. Day. No, fuck. I can't. You've done it again. Why do I open jars? I cannot close. I'm very bad. Please cut all of this. I cannot. <laughs> coming after me. Not we'll again. We. <laughs> I've just managed to block the last of them. <laughs> the last of the skunks. No, 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 no. Even worse. It's the, it's the farty ones. The farty ones. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's more innocuous, surely. Surely? They have a tendency to somehow deduce that I work in the entertainment industry and decide that, that thus they should send videos as their introduction. Oh. Well. Uh, the angle choice is interesting. The microphone placement definitely has an interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. That'll. Yes. So uh, it's, it's a great. Um, 
I mean, now that everyone's leaving Twitter and we've started that whole uh, Mastodon thing, there's a reason it's called a toot. Um, <laughs> you can't help yourself. No. <laughs> I, can't. I can't not be stupid. Uh, I'm a dog. That is my literal job description. It cats, literally cats is. Cats are for people who hate themselves. Dogs are, their, uh, dogs are for people who need love. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need stupidity in your dog. What else is there? Right. Well, otherwise they get the better of you. That's, that's why cats don't work. That's why the cat experiment failed. Disgusting creatures. Although I have seen enough cat players now that I'm like curious. Like I want to know a bit more. I mean, cats and ponies. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, the pony thing, it's divided, isn't it? There's the, there's the, there's the, um, the My Little Pony ones. And there's the other ones. <laughs> there's the bronies. There's, then... the bro- there's the bronies, and then there's the pony play ones, and it's not the same. No, uh, it's like the no, very different. It's like the difference between pup play and furries. Intersectionalism for sure, but it's not the same. I, I would not consider myself a furry. I think I'm ready to be a furry. Whatever that means. For the record, for everyone only listening, I am now uh, just going. Welcome to the core uh, in 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 sign language. I think I'm ready for that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) my sign language is fantastic Um, that's a really good one that one was uh bullshit let's turn this into let's turn this into a visual podcast (laughs) no they cannot see my face Uh, (laughs) it will lead to even worse things where people i've already exposed myself to enough normies well well there's your problem you're exposing yourself to the wrong people i should be exposing myself to everybody else um yeah to the bronies Uh, the bronies oh they're cute you know they get they get good songs okay like as a musical theatre aficionado, they get good songs every so often. Yeah. We'll let them have uh, Discord. Discord's great. Uh, not, yeah. not the app, the song. The song is great. There's some, there's some questions I have about the, about the brony angle. You know, it's, I'm, I'm all for the furry angle. I'm all for the pony angle. I'm all for the fandom angle. I'm not necessarily for the con invading and uh, I, I don't know. I feel like when when a group of uh, middle-aged men take something away from six-year-old girls, I, I feel like that's a bit unfair. I mean, I don't know about six-year-old girls, but about middle-aged men taking something away. Have you been to a sex club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? I mean, yes. But I, I've realized that every event that I've been to has actually been way more social than anything else. Uh, I mean, events are a take it or leave it for me. I, I love and hate them. <laughs> I love, I love. <laughs> you hate. Okay, I, I am a complex uh, human being going through complex dog going through intense character arcs and mm-hmm. growing as I go, yeah. um, or shrinking, sort of like a cabbage as you unfurl it. Becoming dumb. My entire <laughs> argument has completely disappeared after you compared me to a cabbage. Um, yeah, but that's exactly what what I'm saying here. Just another another leaf falls off the cabbage and gets stupider and stupider. Life of a dog. What was your point, puppy? <laughs> I have no. <laughs> oh yes, um, company. It's all about the company. Um, yeah, and obviously production has been way low. Wait, no, that's a different company. Um, no, it's... Uh, it's, it's all about that bottom line. It's all about the bottom line. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm not a bottom, so my line is gone. No, it's it's the, the company you go with. So I love events in Manchester, depending on who I'm going with. So if pups that I know and love are going, I will go. If, pup, if I have no clue who's going, I will still go because I have fear of missing out. But then if there's no one I know there, I will leave within the 20-minute mark. Mm. See... That's a very, very healthy way of looking at it. Like, the scariest thing to me is going regardless. And if I'm going with people that... I, I, I still... It takes me like an hour to settle in. But not going, because... Which I do all the time. Because I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm not going to know anyone there, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm always like, well, why didn't I just go? I would have... If I, if I wasn't going to have fun, then I could just leave. But now I'll never know if I would have had fun. Like, controversial opinion. Here he comes out. I almost never truly have fun. But I always enjoy going. Um, you heard it here. Pup Drake hates fun. Drake doesn't like going to events because there are many people there. And I hate everybody. Yeah. Except, like a select three people. And even then, it's basically just tolerance. Mm. Um, woke pussies don't understand the concept of taking everyone. I am a boomer in a 20-year-old uh, body. <laughs> 
not funny, but I can pretend. You do radiate a lot of hate, which I really appreciate. And yes, my, as, as you can tell, if you go on my Twitter, it is constant abuse to everyone. Yeah, else. yeah. Um, Just screaming into the ether, abuse, hurling insults. Yes, but unfortunately, my fridge just doesn't respond. Um, but yes, I hate, I hate everyone and everything, except Oreos. Oreos are good. I like Oreos. Oreos? Oreos are good. I'll take Oreos. All right. Prepare to be cancelled. Um, do you have any advice for pups then that like are attending events and maybe... Because I think overcoming that initial social anxiety, that's always like a, a tough bullet to swallow. It will never leave, but you will always regret not going more than regret going. Mm. Yeah. And remember, that. if uh, someone you don't like starts getting a bit too keen, just uh, shout out unintelligible babble mm. in a loud screeching voice, and I can assure you they will walk away quite quickly. Yeah. Or if you don't quite feel confident enough to do that, just pull a really weird face and piss yourself. I think that's more your department, but yeah, sure, mate. <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> I... uh, actually, that did happen at one one time. There was a dude who was like, Mm-mm. it was not, it was not good vibes. It was not good times. Yeah. And it was like my second time ever being at an event. So I did my, my natural defense mechanism. I just, I just paced myself. No, 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 that didn't happen. That, that <laughs> didn't happen. Well, you said that actually happened once. So no, 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 no. You heard it here first, folks. Mokostoda's <laughs> instant defense mechanism is to pee himself, which really explains a lot of our past interactions and why. Right. Uh, well, it's the smell, yeah. That, that's that 20-meter radius smell that just really yeah. sort of... Uh, plus the Hawaiian shirts, but... Hey, they're not all Hawaiian. Some of them are just tropical. I love a good Tommy Bahama. What's wrong with that? My patience is wearing thin, my child. <laughs> my point was... You managed that... to bully me into this podcast, and here I am. Okay. That is true. I did have to sort of emotionally batter you into doing it, but I'm really glad that. Oh my god, nobody likes me. Please be on my podcast. And I'm just like, I was actually crying and pissing myself at the time as well. <laughs> Let the record show. I did not have to say anything. I just had to look <laughs> into the camera. And I don't even know how pixelated I am for him, but he understood precisely where this was going. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, yet again we fall back on. Uh, Michael's total defense mechanism is to just pee himself. Hey, I mean, it works. But yes, no, like, as my previous appearance in a podcast dictates, I am a weirdo. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for everyone interested, I am on Newsy's podcast. I was not invited. Yep. Newsy's to- neck. No, you weren't, but you managed to worm your way in. <laughs> I would say I just happened to be in the same room and talking loudly <laughs> uh, over my boyfriend's shoulder. And I would also say I was the best guest. Um, well, I have to agree because you're my guest now, but uh, but once what? once this airs, I don't have to say that anymore. Oh, okay. Um, you can go back to the regularly scheduled bullying me. Yeah. Um, God. Don't bully me, I'll come. I know how it goes. Woe, woe is me. Um, I don't like it. Please stop. Stop. Please stop. No, come back. Willy Wonka voice. Mm-hmm. Um, Willy Wonka? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stop. Don't. Come back. Yeah. Got it. Oh my god! Stop! (laughs) Stop! Yes. Now I do not enjoy this. Did Willy Wonka do anything for you? Um, I think that's more your department, Judgy. Probably. It didn't really like it freaked me out, but Uh, real, real people, uh, real normal human beings, unlike you, you're a weirdo. Uh, Real dogs are turned on by the witches. Thank you very much. Um, Really. No, but I hear straight people have it in for Angelica Houston. And I like Adam's family, so hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have it in for Angelica Houston? I am gay as a... Wait, what? I'm gay as a multicolored rainbow. Ew. But Angelica Houston, mommy, step on me, please. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would let her, like, slowly push her heel through my ear. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be disgusting, but, like, I, I would let He leaves us speechless. Um, I have nothing to say to that, and that is very strange for me. I always have something to say. Um, 
Uh, that said, if we're talking Adam's Family, I've, I've been on an Adam's Family binge recently because Wednesday came out. Raul Julia as Gomez Adams, the only Spanish-speaking person who could call me Spanish kinky names, and I would 100%. I, I, am, I am not a bottom. I have no interest in bottoming. That man can fuck the living shit out of me, and I would not care. If you just want to let us know what those kinky names are, I'm sure the listeners will be in touch. Uh, I mean, what does he call him? Uh, what does he call Morticia? You know, just all of that. Just I haven't actually watched it. I, I might. I don't know. I. It's one of the best. It's it's two of the best nineties movies ever made. So what? Oh, no, no, the movies are fantastic. I haven't watched yeah, that's Wednesday. What I'm talking about, about Raúl Julia in the old. Yeah, movie. yeah, I know. I'm talking about the new. Wait, who oh. plays him in the? Who plays in the new one? It's Luis Guzmán. That's it. Yeah, he doesn't work. Yeah, I also thought that Fred Armisen as Uncle Fester is a choice. He works well, actually. He works fine. Okay. Oh no, you're digging into what I know. Oh. Um, he, the, all of the characters are sort of regressed a bit more into the 60s incarnation. So, uh-huh. so they're more comparable to the comic books. And if we recall in the 90s film, Fester is not really, for the majority of the first film, Christopher Lloyd is not really playing Fester. He's playing a character impersonating Fester who has never met Fester. It then turns out that through logistics, he was Fester all along. He just didn't know he was. But he's not truly playing the traditional version. And Fester's traditional version is a lunatic who is basically indestructible. Yeah. We really don't understand how he functions. And Fred Armisen is perfectly fine. The show is fine. It is an above average CW drama. That's exactly what I thought it would be. With a really, really good performance by Jenna Ortega. She is flawless. Perfect Wednesday. I would say even better than Christina Ricci. Wait, is Christina Ricci in Wednesday? Yes. Okay, cool. Good. She get, and she gets like a main role. She gets, she stays. She's oh, like, fabulous. Okay, good, good. And it's really weird to see it. Like, because they constantly make, I don't want to say references or like hints at it, but she's like, I know how it feels to be in someone else's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I also, the, the real choice that I don't like is Luis Guzman as Gomez. Thankfully, he's only in it for like two episodes. But that's the thing. I have a problem with like separating Wednesday from the family just because she's the most popular one. But surely she's the most popular one because of the family dynamic. And so taking her completely out of it, like like taking her out of the family situationally is fine. But then not having them in it. You don't split up family atoms. Like I've, I've noticed the slow degradation of what makes the Adams family so good. And it's the fact that the purest Adams family, the one thing that is absolutely clear is they love each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, like they don't hate normal people. That's never yeah. that's never a yeah. thing. But recently, that's slowly become a thing where they're like isolationist. They're not. They're just weird, but they don't care. Um, yeah. Everyone else finds them weird and kooky. Yeah. They won't see it. But that's, yeah, the they don't see it. That's the joke. Is like they think they're normal. They are, they, they are the prototype of, like, because the whole joke is they are the prototype of the perfect family. Yep. Except yep. for the fact that they're just... So weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like Elvira, right? Like, she's she's sort of got, like, the brain of, like, uh, like a teeny bopper, but then it's like she hasn't looked down and seen herself. Yeah. The whole joke is they are really weird people doing really normal things. So by taking Wednesday out of that environment and out of the normal environment, because the premise is she goes to discount Hogwarts mm. where everyone else is also an outcast. And I'm like, well, then where's the joke? Oh, the yeah. whole point is it's contrast. And even then they try to make her weirder than the weird ones. And it's like, well, why? Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Like, like, it's, like it starts out for the first 20 minutes of the show. You're in a normal high school. That's it. That's the premise. Right. That's that's good because that's really fun. I the want, world is the straight man to the Adams family. I would love to see an average high school show with like <laughs> with Wednesday Adams there. Yeah, because um, you've already made her a teenager, and to be fair, Jenna Ortega handles that change really well. It it takes effort to make the like the joke in, of the old Wednesday is that she's twelve and she's yeah. saying such fucked up shit. Now she's 16 and teenagers, I don't know if you've noticed, they're all shit already. So them saying fucked up shit isn't that weird, but she handles it really well. The issue is they make a Sabrina. Well, this is what I was going to bring up Sabrina because it's, again, this kind of like Riverdaling of a, just another classic comic. And I'm like, yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, like when the show does the Adams, like when it 
leaves her alone in her room with Thing, with the hand. Flawless. Perfection. Tim Burton, which, by the way, he directs every episode. Mm. He's having a ball doing that, and then he has to cut to everything else. Uh. And instantly, the show sort of, like, it becomes just so standard and kind of dull. So the casting of Wednesday, flawless. The premise of the show is flawed by by design. It needed to be, I would love to have a Adam's Family show like like what we do in the shadows. Just do mm. what we do in the shadows. I <laughs> would have yeah. a ball with that. It doesn't need to yeah. be a mockumentary, but like it's that's the budget you need. And also in in the in the show, they make magic explicitly real. Like they 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 have oh. sirens and werewolves and like crystal oh. balls and whatever. And it's like I thought part of the joke was that it was kind of left in the air. <laughs> Yeah, like, like they you, kind of talk about it, but they never actually... Yeah, they're constantly talking about seances, but you never see a ghost. Yeah, like you don't know how serious they... Like, the point is that they're weird, right? Not that they're actually... A cult. Superhuman, yeah. Yeah. Well, being well, thing. No, I mean, I mean the, only, the only thing that really breaks that rule is thing. But that's kind of part of the joke as well. Yeah. Where even the normal people don't really react to thing. <laughs> uh, and... Also, they, they give her mommy issues. Like, she doesn't oh. eat mortician now. And I'm just like, again, the whole premise is that they are the perfect family. They yeah. are. They love each other so much. And that's kind of the joke. Ooh, but how is Catherine Zeta Jones's morticia? Fine. Oh. Like, she, oh. you can't beat Angelica Houston. You can't. No. I mean, I mean, maybe you can, but like, it's not a competition. It's like your interpretation, right? So I would hope that they go in a very different direction. So they again they regress her a little bit more to the sixties where she's slightly more animated, like mm-hmm. a little bit more whatever. It's it's less that her performance is bad, it's just she's not given things to say. Oh, well. And then Louise Guzman, they turn him into a predator. Like oh. he's so creepy, but not in the like the whole point is Gomez is so charismatic. Yes. Gomez Gomez isn't physically attractive. He's just hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean that I like the dance is my favorite thing ever like yeah. it's one of my earliest memories like is watching that scene. The, the joke the joke is oh oh gomez how long has it uh, morticia how long has it been since we danced oh gomez hours yeah like, the whole joke of the show of the original character is he simps so hard mm-hmm. yeah. he is the world's biggest simp and it is so attractive and the really, the really, the the add the add on to that joke is that Morticia simps just as hard for him. Yeah. And in this version, it doesn't really come across that way. He just seems he just they give him these dentures, and he just looks like he wants to eat people. <laughs> oh. There's a very fun uh, episode of the original series of the '60s show where Morticia's ex comes into the picture, and she's really happy to see him because you know she's the perfect mother. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Gomez gets jealous, but the way they do it is he's not jealous of the other person. He feels so bad that he feels that he might not be able to provide for Morticia. So the plot is him deciding to kill himself so that Morticia can be happy with another person because he'd rather die than she miss out on it. Mm. <laughs> and this is a 60s show. Imagine what you could do with 2022. So yeah. like that's what needs to be. It needs uh, like again, you can't really like the the 90s movies are so perfect. They are Yeah, like introducing Joan Cusack as this insane homicidal <laughs> bride who tries to split up the family which of course fails. But the best part about it is they really like her. Like yeah. she's just as insane as they are in a different <laughs> vibe, but they love her. Like there's that that whole we know the Morticia speech of like You've put Fester on some sort of strange sexual spell, yes. driven him to madness. I respect that. That I could forgive. That However, yeah. pastels. <laughs> like <laughs> it's literally like that's the whole joke. That they are so insane. They don't care about that bit. Mm. It's the fact that they're splitting up the family that they find truly horrendous. But then you look at some of like the, the recent animated films where the danger is normal people. No, normal people are not the danger. They don't give a shit about normal people. Mm. It's when normal people try to split up the family. That's- well, yeah, it's like the whole point was they were made in a time where going against a social norm was such a big boo And so the whole 
joke and point really is that yeah you can be weird and be yourself and just just ignore those other people yeah and that's kind of beautiful like it's 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 not even like a message that's implicitly stated they don't even draw attention to it it's like no oh, yeah these are the atoms that's just how yeah. they roll this is how we roll and 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 the great thing is watching other characters interact with that anyway moving away from, from the table, uh, okay but quickly i as a kid i had uh, a thing animatronic toy that like wriggled and vibrated right and which character is it Oh, thing. Oh, I thought you were saying, I thought you were like a thing that was this. No, no, no. I had thing. I had a hand on my mantelpiece thing. that I really adored. And I think I, I, nowadays. Actually, I'm going to say thing is better in the show. Oh, really? Because he gets, he gets a starring role. Like he's the, he's the Watson. Oh. Through Wednesday. Okay. Like he's just there every episode. And he's oh, good. really funny. Like they have this whole thing or like Wednesday's roommate, who's basically the Glinda of the show, where she's like really oh, bright man. and up cheer and whatever. And it's quite fun. Their interactions are quite fun. But okay. Her and Thing have manicure sessions and makeup tips on their hands because they're uh, a wolf, so her hands constantly break to turn into claws. Oh. So she has to like redo her nails all the time because her hands turn into claws. Oh, so smart. Her doing uh, manicures with Thing is really funny. I <laughs> like the idea that Thing's a bit queer because, of course, the limp wrist is a. There's a. There's something there. There's something there. Like, like I, I think Thing is done really, really well. The one problem with the whole thing is, if you're going to make an Adams Family show, show me the Adams Family. I want to see Cousin It. Cousin It yeah. is good. Cousin It. Oh my god, yes. Cousin It is like best. Ca- I love like one of my favorite jokes. Of the, the voice. It is not addressed that Cousin It is weird. Like Lurch, everyone yeah. like double takes at Lurch, but Cousin It, we don't give a shit. This is the kind of shit we want. I want to see more of the family. I want to see mm. the vampire twins that they mention all the time. Like. Things like that. Like, the Adams need to interact as a family unit with everything else. Uh, or you can split up the family unit, like when they sent Wednesday to uh, summer camp. She had Pugsley. She had Pugsley. But also, like, they all, we all need to see how they work their way back together or how they deal with the situation and how they individually, like, just cutting them out and it's just yeah, Wednesday going through it. Literally deleting them does not, Yeah. it doesn't create anything. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we've 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 covered that topic, so I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm really glad this was essential things. That yes, no, 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 I agree. We're just we're just getting past the important things. We're getting through the important stuff. I do want to quickly finish that very very quick thing I say, and then we'll go to break. Which was that um, way way back before I got way more interested in talking about the Adams family. That dude at the at the at, at the event who was like, oh, well, not okay. Yeah, yeah. When I pissed myself, but um, that wasn't what scared him away. Having like good people and like just just having I like I, that was I was still alone there. It was only my second event ever, but yeah. just having someone that I could say mm, this is like not so good. And they immediately go to the organizer and that guy got kicked out. So yeah, I just wanted to make a point of saying like, that's how things should be dealt with. And you should never, ever, ever feel like in one of those spaces, you can't do that because that is exactly what those people are there for. Which is, it's, it's their responsibility of like kicking yeah. under this mired sort of taboo element in a, in a social context, because there is that like, I mean, you get it from straight and conservatives all the time where gay now gay people and like the LGBT community as a whole is predatory. Mm-hmm. Which oh my God. True. It's not true. But kink is one of those things where it's very easy to fall into yep. the trap of it actually being problematic, which is why, I mean, everyone will tell you this all the time. We've heard, It's preaching to the choir, but communication is so key. Yep. It is so key. And I think that is one of the most important responsibilities of any kink event organizer, anything like that. They need to be well secured, which is why there needs to be a, a like a, a razor sharp line. Like mm-hmm. you do not cross this line. Consent yeah. is key. Um, and most importantly, there needs to be people to enforce that line. And yeah. we cannot have bullshit. I There have been many times where I've been approached by someone I don't particularly find attractive. I, I'm demisexual. I don't find pretty much anybody attractive until I know mm-hmm. them well. Yeah. Well, in a kink event scenario, anyone who approaches me is going to get pushed away pretty much instantly, unless they're my friend, in which case they won't approach me because they know me. Um, poor things. Um, <laughs> we forget them. Poor sick bastards. They said yes to being friends to me. Idiots. Honestly, clueless. Thank God you live away. You'd be sick of me within a day. Um, <laughs> but essentially, like, there needs to be that sort of thing. And I know people who do work at events where they're like, yeah, no, no, we enforce it with like, mm-hmm. and those are the events that I will go to. Yeah. yeah even yeah. if I don't have someone to go with. It's the safety net. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that is and what we need. 
Totally. At least having, you know, enough people around you so that there's a team, you know, and you need people on the floor, of course, but that hard line does need to be there. And again, like I felt really weird about it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to ruin someone's night. And they were like, okay, but you've just told us what's happened. And we're telling you, no, that's not okay. And we don't want you to think that's okay. Yeah. And again, like the other people, so much of these spaces are oftentimes volunteer run. We are oftentimes forced into the margins. And so we have to make these spaces for ourselves. And if we can't keep them safe, like we are the bottom line in that in that aspect. So are we the problem? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Am I the issue? Let's find out after the break, because I need to go uh, have a waz. Oh, it's Tintin! Oh, it's Tintin! Oh, that's Is Okay, explain that one to me. The amount of times he gets bound and gagged. One can only assume he enjoys it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, by that logic, Daphne Blake from Scooby-Doo. Oh, she's she's kinky. But Tintin's yeah. all but the original. <laughs> the original kinkster. The original bondage queen. No bondage boy. Scooby-Doo's kind of kinky. The dog or the show? I mean... Take your pick. <laughs> I mean, I really wanted to do a Scooby-Doo pup look for Halloween. Um, yes, my my boyfriend has been suggesting that many a times, and I would be shaggy, and I don't like it. You don't have to be shaggy. You can be scrappy. Exit stage left. Pursued by a bear. I'll call my big burly friend, and you'll be pursued by a bear. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Wolf... Would you say it's important for you to be in a relationship with someone who also identifies as a pup? As in, am I exclusive to puppies? No, but does, does it make a huge difference to you in terms of relationships? In our relationship, I would say yes. In other people's relationships. Like, I don't know how to communicate this. This might shock your audience members. But uh, okay. relationships are dependent on the people in them. Uh, Whoa. I know. That's kind of bold. I hope everyone braced themselves for that. Um, I really hope so. If you're in the chair, I, I hope you were sitting down. And if you've fallen down, lie down, you pig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lie down, you pig. And if you shut it's yourself. Why I'm not off in a dom. Um, I have to admit it. It's why, it's why I only do text-based uh, king play. Um, <laughs> so it's, that's, that's my chat. Like, the amount of times Kingsters are like, oh, you want to call? And I'm like, no, because I'm bad at talking in person. <laughs> um I think you'd probably surprise yourself because I used to feel the same way. And then someone was like, oh, okay, but I'd really appreciate it if you made me a little voice recording. And I was like, "Ah, this feels like a drama exercise. And then I did it and they were really responsive to it. And I was like, "Mm, okay, maybe I can do it. I mean, if it's, if like, again, voice recording, I'm fine. I can write it down beforehand. Mm. So you are a millennial. I'm not a millennial. (laughs) Like on on the literal definition, I'm Wait, really? Yeah, no. Wait, are you older than me? No. How young are you? How little are you? How little am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm about one thimbleful of size. Um, Just a thimble. Oh, right, right, right. Fine. No, Wait, I'm, 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 I'm 21. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Did I not know that? You did know that. You have made comments about it before, but we are... Oh, both, right. We are both idiots, <laughs> but I clearly keep blanking it from my mind. Thank Ugh. God. Yes, no, I, I get bullied a lot. <laughs> Poor you. I had, I had a reference to make, but I won't because it will fuel the people who are convinced that I am an ABDL and I'm not. So Okay. Yeah. So. I was going to be really clever, but then I decided that being clever on the internet only leads to confusion. That is um, true. Because everyone is stupid. It's better to be stupid. Exactly. Everyone except me. <laughs> the only one. Everyone <laughs> all of them. All of the rest of them are idiots. Thankfully, I'm also really humble, so I don't smack it in the faces every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. As the most humble person on the planet, um, I can attest. <laughs> That's really um, good. Peer-reviewed or? No one cleverer than me could figure it out, so... Do you know what? That's a really good uh, one. My boyfriend likes to tell me that I'm too smart to be gaslit, which is the worst kind of gaslighting. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my boyfriend's said that line a couple of times. Ago. No, 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 no. Oh, you, no. You're too yeah. smart. You'd you're never fall for that. You'd never fall for it. <laughs> Let the record show I am staring uh, intently. Um, and of course, he's referring to, you know, 
trancing you so deeply that you completely forget what it was. I am one of those people that just plays along with hypnosis and is secretly giggling my way through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it to bits. It is great role play. Yes, role awesome play. For me. Okay, Diaper Style, in the last episode, him and I have talked at length about this, and he's convinced that I can get there, but I, I have never... I don't know. I don't know where I where I stand on this because I feel like there is just no fucking way. Like the role play can be very hot. I don't know. Like I've done it before where I've gone. I kind of am pretty sure I'm just playing along with this, but I don't want to find out. Like I don't want to find out that I am and then be like, oh, okay, well this is over because it's more fun not to. You do you know what I mean? So in my case, um, it's a bit like play headspace where it's all fake in your head yeah it's make-believe it's make-believe exactly and hypnosis is exactly that way it's whether you want to go along with it and how far you want to go along with it so for me like as long as the as long as the person who is uh performing the hypnosis sort of thing is in keeping with what my kinks are and how i perceive it and so on so forth go for it i'm having a great time i don't need to question it like the issue is I'm very flimsy with it, where it takes one thing oh, yeah. mildly out of headspace, and then suddenly, yep, we are done for the day. I will now giggle. <laughs> um, and, I, and, and here's the thing. Sometimes that thing in the moment doesn't work, and then I come back to it a few weeks later, and I read through the chats, and I'm like, oh, what a lovely mm-hmm. wank we're going to have. Very enjoyable. Uh, which is great, because I also... Um, on that same level, uh, I I sort of feed off freshness in that sense. I like repeat kink sessions, unless they're like someone who really pushes all my buttons, such as, you know, for example, my boyfriend. Um, my boyfriend basically is 100% in tune to everything I find hot. So he is able That's to, great. isn't it? It's like, I don't have to do any effort. It's brilliant. Um, and, and I think on his end, I do my best to comply as well. And, and it, it takes effort on both our ends, but yeah. we understand where the other lies. Like, I'm not into furries, nor am I into the sort of the big dom beast angle uh-huh. of puppetry. Yeah. But I know he is, so I will play into that for him. Mm. And that leads to uh, a very fun, and if I play my cards right, very efficient session. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you can get the double whammy there. He can hypnotize you into being the thing he wants. So again... For example, my boyfriend and I don't do hypnosis play because I did it once with him. It was fun and enjoyable, but I don't need hypnotizing to enjoy what I'm enjoying with him. Uh, whereas with other kingsters and other people I've played around with, especially on text, because again, I don't like calling and in person, I'm a shit person. I am such a... I am. I will laugh at you out loud and you just have to deal with it. Um, but with other I people... I like that though. You yes. Um, seize your horny. Uh, um, be gone, Sim. Cease! Oh, no, wait. Don't. That's, now we're... Um, but anyway. Um, now we're increasing it. Cease, Simp. I shall not have this. Um, no, like, with, with, for example, other kingsters I've played with, like, I don't even necessarily have to be into the thing they're hypnotizing me into. Mm-hmm. I just like the element of being hypnotized into something, liking something I don't. So on text, I will play along with basically anything. Like I've done all sorts of things that if even suggested to me in real life, I would likely uh, vomit. <laughs> like I read it later and, oh God, that's disgusting, but it's hot how I was playing it. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like at the time. I've worked. done that. Yeah. Like, like, Sometimes yeah. I do go like, wow, I didn't realize that I was a disgusting animal, but here we are. But at the same time, God, I'm a disgusting animal. Yeah, but that's the thing. I sort of like pick up new kinks all the time. So and now I, I just have... Yeah, so there's there's a difference, I think, between you and I where I'm going to do. You pick up new kinks. I discard kinks. Yeah, you I drop pick up new ones. And the old ones just float merrily away. I know. Oh. So I, like, for example... You kind of have like a trail, like a little rainbow trail behind you where you sort of like pick and choose and just yeah. just loftily keep having fun. Whereas those those little bits of detritus like glom onto me and I'm like, 
oh, I'm just going to carry this with me forever now. Yeah. So, for example, one of the things that I have fully left behind is um, gimp play, like full gimp. Oh, right. So sort of like drone play, one hundred percent into it at the moment. Gimp okay, play. where is the where is the delineation with gimp and drone? Because that's another thing that I'm really curious about, but I've never quite understood. Yet. Gimp is I am an object. Use me for my like because I would like to be an object. Drone mm-hmm. is I don't have enjoyment because it has been programmed out of me. It has a hypnosis mm-hmm. element to it. Um, so drone play currently because of the hypnosis angle, mm-hmm. sexy as hell. Fuck yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Make me your toy. Gameplay is, oh, abuse me and mm. force me to give in to being your toy because I like it. Yeah. Not currently. Not currently. I used to be into it. Not now. Might be into it in the future. Who knows? Swings um, and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts, which is the issue I think a lot of uh, kingsters have had with me where I'm like, oh, oh, yes, that thing we liked together two days ago. Uh, we're not there anymore. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's yeah. now. It's like you've pushed the swing and then it's come back and hit <laughs> hit the other person. You haven't pushed it back and it's just hit them in the head. I'm like the YouTube algorithm. Sometimes I'm popular and sometimes I'm not. Is that a delusion of grandeur to compare yourself to the YouTube algorithm? No, no, it's 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 a compliment to the YouTube algorithm. I'm much more fickle. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the internet in general. I uh-huh. shift and change daily. And often I... She has layers, guys. She has I, layers. I have layers. I'm like a cake or an onion because I will make you cry. And if you eat too much of me, you will die. Cakes make people cry? I've never seen a funeral cake that everyone enjoyed. <laughs> Do they make funeral cakes? Yes. Oh, my God. There's cake at the funeral. It's so fun. At, at the wake. At the wake. There's cake at the wake. And it's so funny. Wake cake? Oh. Like, I think my favorite... I went to a wake once. Sorry, one sec. I went to a wake once possible title continue <laughs> there's no, uh, and they were serving nachos okay there's nothing like nach like wake nachos because it's literally nacho party <laughs> no but okay uh, that's the kind of wake i want we have the shittest joke in the pocket <laughs> i want to have a fun celebration of life I get that it's not for me. I get that it's for the other people and they're allowed to be sad. Bah, 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 yappa, yappa. But like, come on. Have fun. Be a bitch. Yeah, make it, make it a bit... Like, roast me or just, you know... Oh, absolutely roast me. Like, yeah, like... I, I am going to have... I know. Drake had the smelliest anus and everybody heard about it. I will have you now, actually. That is one of my points of pride. That I, that my, my anus is in fact highly regarded in several sects of society. In what possible se- sects of society? Uh, the Musk Boys sect of society. Oh, I am, gotcha. an, I am exquisite, I will have you now. I am a delicatessen. Um, uh, and I have two very good friends who simp so hard for me. You are saying this to the person who is descending down the fart rabbit hole himself. I mean, I've known that for ages, darling. You have not made you have not made a very big effort to hide it. This is not the fart rabbit hole, this is just the, the general delectable taste. <laughs> now, do, do I like rimming? Yes, I love rimming. So long as the person I'm rimming has had a shower immediately beforehand or is yeah. or showering. I had a boyfriend who liked rimming. And I always felt so bad and self-conscious, but you just really wanted to do it. And I'd be like, I'm going to get in the shower now and you can do it. But just, it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> the whole, not uncomfortable. It just made me so concerned. Concerned? Yeah, I was just like, I don't feel good about this. I'm nervous. That's fair. But uh, he loved it, so. Yeah, my boyfriend doesn't like rimming, but he. Yeah, I don't, I don't. He, my boyfriend will just be like, okay, I'll do it for you. I'm like, <laughs> it's so nice to me. Wait, um, he rims you? No, no. Oh, right, right, right. No, I've got, I've got, I've got the other ones for that. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got Legion of Sims. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of them. There's two of them. One, and, and, even, and, and even worse, I cuck one of them so they don't get two. <laughs> it's so fun. I, I like. Is it? Okay, I can see that being fun, but the cuck thing has just never... Somebody once threw that out there at me and I was like, that not only means nothing to me, but I'm also just like, Ugh. like what? No. I'm not 
deeply into it as I was anymore, but it's so fun because... By the way, that was as you was anymore? I used to be more into cooking people, but... Uh, I'm making fun of your uh, your grasp of the English language, which is better than mine. Oh, leave me the fuck alone. Okay? I'm literally <laughs> foreign. Um, I have had to learn this language, and I think I've done a fucking good job of it because people assume I'm British. Um, yeah. It's horrid. Uh, I hate being... Convinced. People keep asking if... I'm American, and I'm like, what? Like, here? Why would they do that? That's disgusting. It is disgusting. It makes me violently ill. I can put on an American accent if I choose to. Yeah, I could, but I won't. And they're like, oh, I think you have a bit of a twang. I just do it to piss them off. It's because I live with an American. It's happening. It's disgusting. I have Uh, to burn myself. Sorry, continue. (laughs) I have to burn myself. (laughs) Get get the steak, honey. It's time. (laughs) You're American. You understand how Salem went. Um... Hey, I mean, hey. Pink play. <laughs> Pink play. Nothing, 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 nothing like nothing like a gentle witch trial to get the mood going in the bedroom. Hey, I would. Oh, first of all, being roasted like a pig—that could be fun. But also, I would try the long pig. I would eat the human flesh just to say I did, just to know what it's like. I mean, uh, well, that's the title of the show. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to kill you and eat you, but if you died, I would try a bit. Is that so wrong? Don't message your boyfriend under concern. <laughs> um, He's fine. He's fine. Just just remember that every time a dog licks his boyfriend, that you are getting dead skin cells. So you're a cannibal, you piece of shit. Apart from the Salem witch trials, which we love. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Balenciaga. We were talking about American witch, uh, American accents, but before that, you were talking about. Oh, sorry, I made fun of, <laughs> I made fun of you, your language. Oh God, cucking. I'm a terrible person. I got it back. Cuck. Cucking. Yes, there we yes, go. There we go. We we got it back. Um, I'm not into it as much as I was, except when it comes to that one person because they clear. Like I make sure that the they thing squirm. I am, the thing I am denying them, mm. the thing that they can readily get from any other point. So, uh, in my case, these two people who are pseudo-dating, it's cute. Um, I love them both. One of them is a musk slut. The other one is also a musk slut. And they together are very stinky and disgusting and um, yeah, sweaty and all that stuff. But one of them gets to huff me and huff my butt and huff my pits. And the other one does not because I find it funny how frustrating he finds mm. it. So, one of my all-time greatest moments was at an event when... They came to huff and they were very happy and whatever. So I for I, I made the one who like who gets to huff my pits, huff my ass, all that stuff, and then drink and then go make out with the other one. And the other one never got to come to me at all. <laughs> I've never kissed them, but at Doggy Weekend they were wearing a muzzle and I kissed the muzzle. Oh like a like a full like leather gag sort of like covers their entire face. And I made out intently with that. And the moans and groans of "Oh fuck you" are some Fantastic. of the most like sickeningly satisfied thing. Mm. <laughs> and again, I'm not into being cucked or cucking someone else, but there are exceptions when it comes to specific people who I know get off to it, or I just I, I don't even know if they find it hot anymore. I just find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are evil, but there is something to like. I I love. I don't know, turning someone on is such a... That's like a whole kink within itself. Yes. And like, again, I'm not into anal that much, but flirting? Like, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's the reason... Sorry, I'm not into anal that much, but have you tried flirting? No, but, like, that's the, that's the reason I unintentionally send off a lot of big signals to people, because I find teasing and horny talk so fun. We have been debating, like, having a threesome with someone else, but there's no one we really want to particularly. Like, there's a select list, but they're unavailable. Because they're in monogamous relationships, or, oh, we're just friends, or, what the fuck are you telling me? I'm your sister's husband. Mm. Disgusting. Um, oh, that prudes. Just because he's straight. Wait, how did you and Wolf even find each other? How did that happen? He commissioned me. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a whole story arc of love and loss and so on and so forth, but... A gothic novel. Oh, funny. Like, again, no longer into monster fucking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no longer. We had a period. Wait, did you? In the past. In the way back when, I found it hot. I don't anymore. Uh, 
Now I like monsters. Now I like monsters just because I'm a fan of gothic horror. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that that is gonna get tipped for me. This is the thing. I have friends who just I don't know. It's very easy to drag me into your kink, and so yes, yes I, I I am aware of this. I the amount of people I have converted into chastity. I was about to say, not fucking chastity though. You didn't get me. That one I still have a like a I, I don't know. But there's a few people now. It hasn't connected with you yet. It's fine. You saying it like that makes it sound like it's inevitable. <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> I mean, if I may cast cast every one of those quality viewers who probably listen to that anyway. If I may cast your mind back to my surprise and celebrated appearance in Newsy's Nook, my quote was. We are, Wolf and I are patron saints of chastity, much like the Christian church. We encourage a fanatical belief in the subject, but we're not going to do it ourselves. <laughs> like, I will encourage everyone. Yes, you should look up. <laughs> study pig, so on and so forth. And then I will look up for a maximum of five days. And it's great. I mean, it's great fun for building anticipation. Like if it's part of a session, I'll stay locked, you know. Uh, if my boyfriend's like, oh yeah, no, like while you're in my house, you're locked for the for the duration. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, see, because he has that whole game, which, again, I could see myself getting bullied into playing a game like that. The game is fun. You need, it needs to be done with somebody, though. Like, it, I tried playing it on my own and it was really sad. Uh, <laughs> Any board game being played by yourself is very sad, I would say. Yes, very funny. And I would know, because I still have Digimon the Ultimate Adventure board game, which no one fucking plays with me, and I have made my friends play it with me twice, and once was on my birthday to humor me, and everyone got fed up of it very, very quickly, but I played it by myself as a child. Because <sighs> I didn't have friends. How did you even get into kink? Tinted. No, I'm just kidding. Because um... <laughs> you, you've, you've, you're in it. <laughs> I, 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 I... <laughs> I'm in, buddy. <laughs> You're in. Hang on, hang on. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> I was sexually repressed, and I got online. <laughs> ah. A slippery slope, I tell you. Very slippery, if you're rubbered. I did run into a lot of things very quickly. I also fall out of them just as quickly. Chastity was my first thing, then dogs. Can't dogs. Imagine. That didn't stick around very long, as you can tell. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then after that, rubber... It was a progressive sort of thing. Do you like the sensation of rubber? Yes. See, I'm not a, like, tactile, sensory person, so I kind of, like, don't really care. I mean, I don't really like wet and gooey stuff, but... I don't I like... I don't like full rubber, ironically speaking. I will not... Oh, really? I like a, the idea... The idea of, a, like, a full suit does not appeal to me. I like the encasement. That's fun. But, like, what it does to other people is the most fun. Like, when other people are like... <laughs> I had an experience on Saturday. We went to, uh, me and my boyfriend went to a kennel club in Manchester. And I was like, do you know what? We've moved past that stage of kink where I'm just attracted to gear and like attracted to just whatever people are wearing and whatever. And we met with one of our friends and that went out the window real quick <laughs> because Zooey Mama, hello. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I what thought was she was wearing? wearing? He was wearing a full rubber with like a whole like harness thing on top and like a latex sort of like bandana thing with his name on it. And I was like, <laughs> like I, like, he hugged me when I arrived and I was like, <laughs> and now I A, want everything he was wearing and B, again, I'm not interested in people sexually just by sight. Um, and yet, <laughs> Uh, I would now very much enjoy having sex with this person and having a threesome with this person with my boyfriend and so on and so forth. Zooey Mama, what they were wearing. Hell yes, absolutely. Yes, yes I, have, I, have, I, I have suffered for my simping of his gear because he unintentionally elbowed me and now I have, I have ulcers in my tongue um, because I bit onto it. But oh, yeah. it was worth it. Now nah, it's fine. It's pain play. I'm I'm not, into that that, now. I'm not into that, but I can pretend so it isn't. Yet. <laughs> Yet. If it happened to me, it can happen to you. And I'm the biggest pain pussy ever. Have I told you that I am having a custom rubber suit commissioned? No. Uh, I tremble in fear at what it will look like. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, you should. You um, really, really should. And that's all yeah. I'm going to say on the matter. <laughs> okay, 
I'm looking at the time and we sort of need to end because we've gone on for a while. But I gave you homework because I give everyone homework. Oh, yes, God. What's your yay? What's your yay today? Uh, I got to say, oh, God, I shouldn't say it that way. I got to say goodbye to my boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, God. I got to spend the entire weekend with my boyfriend watching Murder Mysteries. Yay. That is a yay. Yay. That's a super good yay. Hurrah. Wait, what Murder Mysteries? Uh, we were, we, uh, last week we watched Glass Onion, which is brilliant. It's the oh, good. Yes. Amazing film. We watched Matilda. It's so not a murder mystery, but we were wondering if it was going to be good. And the mystery has been solved. It is fantastic. Oh, okay. Lawless. So good. One of my favorite new musicals. Um, oh, good. We watched Gunpowder Milkshake. We watched, we watched, uh, The Mousetrap on stage. On oh, Friday. fun. Great fun. Very interesting. Uh, and then we watched, we watched Brick and Crooked House. And Brick was great fun, and Crooked House was really dull. Can't say no either of those, but they sound dull. Uh, Brick is the first film by uh, Ryan Johnson, the guy who did Knives Out. And it's actually really good. It's very fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, that I would be interested in, because it is a, me it is, that... a noir, it is a noir murder mystery sort of film. Awesome. Set in a high school. <laughs> like, with all the trappings, and, like, the characters, like, this hard-boiled detective who just happens to be 15-year-old Jesse Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Like, he's going for the whole thing of, like, the emo boy and, like, oh, the darkness and whatever. And he's so young and so tiny and it's adorable. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And it, I, I highly recommend it. It's slow. It is It is literally, it is just a 1950s film in a modern high school. But when you realize that's the joke, it kind of becomes hilarious because, like, you get the mafia boss and he's just, like, this kid <laughs> in years who just uses a walking stick in a big dark coat for no reason. Fantastic. Oh my god. Okay, I, I'm going to put that on my list. I'm really excited to watch that. And it's like, it takes itself 100% seriously. So it's not actually a comedy. It's just it's just brick. Uh, and then Glass Onion is the sequel to Knives Out. It's the second one. And it is just as good, if not better. And I was wow. so happy for that because it is so good. And I yeah. love Daniel Craig. And he's one of us. <laughs> we made him gay. Okay. Gay. Okay. I like I, I was like, how can you possibly top that? Why are you even bothering to do a sequel? So I'm I'm really happy to hear that. Um, no, uh, really uh, Ryan, Johnson, Ryan Johnson has basically said, no, yeah, he's my Sherlock, he's my Poirot. I'm going to be making these until they stop giving me money, and I am so down for that because this movie has proved that there is a there is like, he has ways to take it, and it is so funny, and the cast is so like it takes all the best bits from the first one, expands on them, makes them funnier, makes them deeper, makes it both more complex and more simple. Like the first one is playing on every murder mystery you've seen. Yes. And this, yeah. and this new one is playing on the fact that you watched the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'm super fucking excited. Okay. My yay today is uh, going to be <laughs> to your fucking chagrin because I want my yay today to be my cat, Charlie. Go! <laughs> um, because I know we're talking about dogs today, but... Um, I've not been feeling super well. I might be biased. Yeah, you are biased. How dare you say that about me? (laughs) Well, Charlie Charlie was a rescue that I adopted like uh, two years ago, but I was living with him for like two years before that. And he was the grumpiest, angriest little thing. Like he was starved before he was rescued and then moved around so many times. So he didn't trust anyone. He was like made to live indoors in a student flat and then with someone else's cat. And he was really badly looked after. And like, he wouldn't let anyone uh, pick him up. He would growl all the time. You, you couldn't touch him. He would swipe at your ankles if you turned your back on him. And now he's like a brand new cat. He lets me pick him up. He comes when I call. He doesn't come when my boyfriend calls. He comes when I call him. Um, and he's so happy to have his own space. And he's never worried. He's, you know, there won't be food. He doesn't beg or anything. He'll just like leave it out and come back to it. He's not like eager and needy at dinner time. And he cuddles with me and he purrs loudly and he's just totally chill. He's learned how to play. So yeah, he's my little buddy and he's awesome. So good. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, thank you for doing this today. This has been awesome. I had such an awesome, awesome time. Where can people find you online? Oh, God. Uh, well, on Twitter, I am pup underscore Drake. On Mastodon, I am pup underscore Drake. And uh, I will never give out my private phone number. <laughs> but give out the Spanish one just so we can spam you. 
No, but like, uh, follow me on Twitter. Shout at me if you see something fun. Do not send me farting videos. I don't find them hot. And send, um, send a farting video. If you do that, I will block you on site. <laughs> no, that's very intrusive. Don't do that, anyone. To anyone. Yes, uh, and um, apart from that, please commission me. I like doing art for money. Um, <laughs> and yes, I I am the one that capitalist at heart. I am the circus dog. Say that again. I am the circus dog in blue and yellow. Yes, you are. A woo, bork. Remember to sniff for your other your partner's butts and to walk around twice around the bed before you get in. Fantastic. Yes. And, yeah, and bark less. No, fuck. What? <laughs> right, Try easy. again. No, you've lost it. Bark more was what I was going to add oh, to that. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. You fucked it. You fucked it. And join us next week as we go under the big top. guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings The Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over The Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.